again to the Tag and Brando podcast. What up, people? We are Taggart. Say hello. That is I. Hello. Good, good. And I am Brandon, and we are some good old chums <laughs> that love to just to jaw. I was whistling uh, Dixie. Uh, the Andy. I was whistling the Andy Griffith show the other day at work. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite lines from the actual lyrics of that song is just like, "Just to sit and jaw, like just just talk it up." And everything, um, but uh, welcome to our podcast. We are gonna be uh, <laughs> just going over a couple of things. Uh, we start off with a question of the day, just to kind of you know get you thinking, get you putting yourself out there a little bit, uh, use it in your daily life to just spark some conversation with some people um, around and. Uh, then Taggart's got uh, some triggered memories for us to ruminate and uh, reminisce about. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, we're going to introduce a couple of new things. We don't call it the news. We just call it the new. Just one new thing. And uh, we'll start off by Taggart, how you doing? You know, man, I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Uh, I am I am doing good. I just took a bike ride and took a shower. So like, you know, I don't know what it is. Like night showers, I feel like super refreshed. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you're gross you know? from the day. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super gross. Yeah. Because like when you get up, when you when you when you work out like right after you shower, like yeah, I can definitely see myself just like. Maybe slapping on some deodorant and heading out for the the rest of the day and everything like that. Right. But when you've like gone a whole day in the stink, and then you do some workout and you get all sweaty, it's like I got a shower because this is just now permeating everything. Right. Dude. It's not clean sweat going to it's dirty and then sweat on top of it. And that's right. Just a just an yeah. uber gross man. Yeah. But we'll get to that. So, uh, we'll hit you up uh, with a question of the day. Okay. So, we are going to a local deli, local deli of your choice. Okay. And they are naming a sandwich after you. What? The Tackert. Okay. Yeah. What is on the Taggart? What am I getting when I order well, a when you order, now order the Taggart, you get two slices of moldy bread. Uh, Ooh. No. <laughs> um, you got to get that penicillin. <laughs> yeah, it's just a penicillin paste that goes on between the Ooh. two slices. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's great. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, no. So, Okay. I get. I mean, for me, the signature sandwich has got to be my signature sandwich, right? What it is that I eat when oh, I do a sure. sandwich, right? So, mm-hmm. so my sandwich is. Oh, uh, my sandwich is the club. So the it, club, okay. Yeah. So the uh, the taggart would have to be a triple meat 
ham, turkey, chros beef. Chros beef? Chros beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some lettuce in there. It's fine. Um, uh, definitely putting in, let's see, some banana peppers in there. Um, okay. For sure. Uh, I wouldn't mind some olives in there. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Black or green? Uh, what, are those, what are the? What's the K one? The K, the, the uh, Columbo uh, Greek mushrooms I don't or know. Greek Greek yes. mushrooms <laughs> Greek olives. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean blacks fine. Uh, green would be good. I could go for green too, for sure. Ooh, okay. Um, and then I would definitely have some spicy mustard in there. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that would be that'd be about it. What what bread are we working with? What's the the, the... ooh? So if uh, my choice of bread, uh, it's gotta be. Let's see, it's gotta be. Ooh, that's tough. I mean, are we okay? Are we thinking like? A roll? Are we thinking like a hoagie? Are we thinking a uh, slice? That's a good question. Like, like little, if little it's a, if it's the classic Taggart, I, I'm thinking it's got to be a slicey bread. A slicey bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some big f- fluffy slices or something. Um, some, thick, some thick slice. Some thick slice goodness. Uh, maybe, okay. maybe a, uh, maybe a, uh, I don't know, maybe just a simple wheat or a, wheat? a sourdough. Okay. Like a honey wheat? Ooh, honey okay. wheat would be all right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. But I'm pretty simple with the bread. Uh, I think. Fair. So, Fair. yeah. I mean, you gotta have a good, like, that's the thing is. I mean, you want a good base, but I mean, it doesn't all have to be bread. Right. I mean, for sure. You want a sandwich to be. Because I've had some sandwiches where it's just like, yeah, the bread's like an inch thick on either side, and then like you get like one strip of meat and a little bit of mayonnaise or mustard yeah. or something. And it's just like, oh, like it's too dry. <laughs> like, just give me bread and then like something else. Like, I. Yeah. This, the sandwiches. When you would, so yes, when you make a sandwich, there. yeah, you don't want it all bread. You want more of Dagwood style. Lots of stuff mm-hmm. in the middle. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. All right. Uh, we go in cold sandwich. I'm a cold sandwich man. Uh, yeah. I don't sandwich. often okay. heat my sandwich unless I'm going, you know, classic grilled cheese or something. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah. Cold, cold sandwich. All right, and so no we got one. spicy mustard. So we got yes. whole wheat bread, yes. spicy mustard, a yes. little bit of lettuce. Mm-hmm. We got ham, turkey, roast beef. You heard it for Pepper. Yeah. Uh, peppers and olives. Mm-hmm. And then slap that other half on there. You got it, buddy. What did you think? Would you buy that sandwich? Dude, I would get that sandwich. Heck yeah. That sounds real good. Excellent. Um... Yeah, so if uh, if I was going if I was going for my own signature sandwich, yeah, 
I I would have to go whole wheat sourdough hoagie. Ooh. Starting out. Okay. That sounds okay. real good. Okay. You cut it in half. Flip it open. So, you know, you got your, your two... Um, two halves. Two halves uh, face up, right? Or, right. So the cut side face up. Right. All right. You got... A couple, uh, you got Havarti, like one layer of Havarti on mm-hmm. one side. Okay, great. Oh, I didn't put cheese on my sandwich. You can go back. You want cheese? Oh, I'm sorry, interrupting your sandwich. You go, you finish <laughs> yours, and we'll go back. I need cheese on that, boy. Right, you're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and uh, on the other side, or yeah, on the other side, you you put like a little bit, a layer of. Uh, Garlic aioli, so basically, you know, I mean, let's not get fancy Ooh. here. It's basically just garlic mayonnaise, right? You've <laughs> so, gone fancy. Uh, You've said aioli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just enough. And then on the other on the other side too, you got uh, smoked provolone. Oh, you're going so you double cheesy. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 So okay. here's the twist. Uh-huh. Here's the twist. Okay. Now. A lot of people, like if you go places, if they like if you toast your sandwich, they build the sandwich and then they toast it, right? And the whole thing gets toasted. Right. Sure, that's great, you know, but sure. like here's what we're gonna do. We're actually gonna just broil the top so the bottom still stays nice and um, nice and spongy. It's, okay. you know, it's not all toast. Just broil to melt the cheese on the top. Uh-huh. And then we're going with um, Gone. Black Forest Ham. Okay. Specifically Black Forest Ham. I don't know what it is. That little, like, that little ridge, mm-hmm. you know, that little, um, like, crusty ridge on Black Forest Ham is just so good for some reason. <laughs> okay. But, like, I find that if you, if you are heating up your cheese and your meat... It just gets super juicy and very soggy. So I can see that. meat's going on just like at fridge temp on top of the melted cheese. Okay. Yep. And then uh, we're going with um, some lettuce and mm-hmm. a few very thinly sliced tomatoes. Um, lettuce, lettuce is not a big deal. I actually like shredded lettuce on a sandwich. Because if you get some big, thick, leafy lettuce and you don't bite through it all the way, then it just pulls everything out of your sandwich. So I like some shredded iceberg just for some crisp. Um, And then we're going with Doritos. Doritos on the sandwich. You got to get some crunch in there. Oh, crazy. (laughs) Yep. You get some crunch, and then um, and then some and or you got lettuce, thinly sliced tomatoes, um, and then on top of the tomatoes, actually Parmesan cheese, then the Doritos, okay, and then if I'm feeling super fancy, wait wait wait, wait a wait, couple wait. of uh, what kind of Doritos? Uh I would definitely say. On this sandwich, we're like, so here's the thing. So you can get it either with just 
uh, nacho cheesier Doritos. But if you get nacho cheesier Doritos, you're also gonna get a couple of big potato chips. I don't know if you've ever had hmm. uh, potato chips and Doritos like in the same bite. Like you take like the two chips and put. Oh, it's so good. No, I don't so think so. So good. Um, so you get Doritos and, uh, and regular a few potato chips. chips in there. Okay. Yep. Or if you go ranch, Cool Ranch Doritos, then you you don't go with potato chips. You just go with Cool Ranch Doritos. And there you go. Slap the other half on top. And yeah. you got yourself a yeah. sandwich. You haven't thought about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Black Forest ham. I might sub in some smoked turkey. Um, but, um, but yeah. I don't know. Black Forest ham just mm. it really does it for me. Nice. And everything. Yep. And, like, I like it, like, thinly sliced, but, like, ribboned, you know, mm. like, over itself. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. you got to overlap it. For mm-hmm. sure. Yep. So yeah. Right. So uh, we're Jeez. now we're Jeez now going to be uh, selling these sandwiches on our online shop. So <laughs> if you want us to yeah. send one to you, and that's a joke because that would be ridiculous. But uh, yeah, if you would like to make one of our sandwiches and take a picture of yourself eating it, send it our way. We would think that is yeah. hilarious. Wait, what, what kind of cheese did you put on yours? Oh, uh, dude, I got to go classic uh, Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack's my stuff. Ooh, okay, Pepper Jack. Yeah. I, I, I think Pepper Jack is a very interesting cheese. Yeah? Because, well, it's, it's kind of the chocolate chip cookie of cheeses <laughs> when you think about it. Goes fine with like, anything. Yeah, like, like I mean, I've I've made like mozzarella and I made cheese curds before and stuff like that. Like, right. I just want to know, like, at what point are you introducing like the actual like peppers and stuff to get it mixed in to oh. the mixed into the curd? Right. You know, like, is it after the curds formed? You throw those in, and so then when the curds all come together. And you press it. I don't know, man. Don't Sounds know. like you got some research to do. Yeah, but uh, Pepper Jack is 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 definitely good stuff. And uh, so, um, so where does the Pepper Jack go? So we got bread. Uh, what was it? Bread, mustard. Um, yeah. Go? So I would go mustard first, then the cheese, mm-hmm. then the cheese. Then probably lettuce and peppers with the meat on the top. Let me ask you this. Yes. When you're like, if you're at like a, a sandwich place or if you're making your own sandwich. Yes. Um, is order like of ingredients, is that important to you? I mean, at a sandwich shop, no, I'm not going to be like, uh, no, cheese goes on this after this and this. But if I'm making my own sandwich, it always is, you know, whether it's up or down, it's always condiment, mm-hmm. cheese, meat. Okay. 
I don't put the what condiment like- on the meat. Like, that's a no-go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what about, like, making, like, a hamburger? So if you're going to, like, dress up a hamburger with, like, the normal stuff, like mm-hmm. lettuce, tomato, that kind of stuff, like, ketchup, whatever, like, how, how do you build a hamburger? Vegetables on the bottom, meat, cheese, condiments. Oh, so no condiments under the vegetables? No, not usually. I like it on top. Oh, okay. I don't know how, why. How I like we, to squish it and it come yeah. off the top. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big sauce person, and for whatever reason, I like sauce on the bottom. Like, mm-hmm. do you for, do a double me, layer, top and bottom? Yeah, yeah. For me, like, it's it's like mayonnaise on the bottom, lettuce, tomato, burger, cheese, and then like ketchup on top. Mm. And so I don't know. Dry bread is kind of just not not my favorite. <laughs> and I understand sure. like you should have like a juicy enough burger so it soaks up the stuff or whatever, right. you know, and all that kind of stuff. But um, but it is kind of interesting when you think about that. The sandwich is just like you you put the most dry thing on the outside so you can eat it without getting really that dirty. <laughs> Right, you know, like right. Burgers, hot Soak dogs, even pizza to a certain extent. Mm. You know, what would pizza be without the crust? You know, you couldn't you couldn't eat it with one hand. It would just be know, a pool like, pool of sauce with cheese on top. Yeah, <laughs> um, it would just like a like so, cutting uh, using your fork and just like gross. Mm-hmm. gross. So we were we've been we've been watching Breaking Bad recently. Um, Are you going back to Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? I did watch it. Yes. Have you watched okay. the new movie that they did? I have not. We haven't watched the movie yet. I like started I've seen it, all of Breaking I Bad. Watched. I didn't finish it. Uh, I don't know why. I probably um, fell asleep. I'm old. <laughs> um, I just find it interesting that they um, there's the the classic scene where. Um, Walt throws the pizza on the roof, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I read this thing, like, uh, a couple days ago that you, if you notice, the pizza's not cut. It's this huge pizza. Like, it's this, like, 20-inch pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when he throws it up there, it's all in one piece and even like the cheese like starts when he goes to clean it up the cheese is like sloping down to one side and stuff and like the creators when they're like well if he's gonna throw it on the roof like we can't have it cut because it's gonna go everywhere we want like the image of like a pizza on the roof or whatever right okay so then they went back and in like season four or whatever they like retconned it where jesse has this big party and they um, he, they bring in a bunch of pizzas. And it's like, what's up with this pizza? It's not even cut. And it's like, yeah, man, that's their thing. They don't cut the pizza and they pass the savings on to you. And they like have this whole discussion on like, <laughs> non-cut pizza and stuff. And you see that. like, it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? He like lifts up like half of it, you know, and everything. And later on, you kind of catch glimpses of that. There's just like this 
like big chunks of pizza still left, you know, and like a big thing of crust that's like half the. So it's uh-huh. like, I'm like, yeah, like on a small pizza, I could see somebody, but on a huge pizza like that, like, you know, it's that's that'd be terrible. That's funny, yeah. But um, no, I think that'd be yeah. Without a crust, pizza would just be very difficult to manage. Yeah, for sure. No good. Mm-hmm. We need the carb. Yep. We need the carb. Uh, finger foods. So this was all just right. to tell you that we're opening our own deli. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start a Patreon and give us some money for <laughs> our deli. <laughs> yeah. We'll get uh, we'll get some, some T-shirts and some uh, aprons and hats made up and... You know, yeah, to, the tag and Brando we got, we Deli. Put, that's our first. Yeah. That's like our first merch. <laughs> yeah, we have we have two menu items, and there is no negotiation. The only choices you have so far, is yeah. Maybe kind of on Brandon's you, you can get smoked turkey, but that's the right. that's it. That's the extent of it. Yeah. So, Excellent. man, I have thought about a food truck a lot, though. Have you? It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, I just would... a restaurant. It's just a small restaurant. <laughs> yep, 100%. A small, hot restaurant. Oh, for sure. You need some fans in there blowing some yeah. stuff around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What is our uh, oh, memory? You to be want triggered? to talk about triggered mem- 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 memories. Today on Trigger Memories, we wanted to talk about our greatest physical feats. So we're talking uh, what's something physically that you've done that you thought was crazy or. I don't know, just great for you, you know. Obviously, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. <laughs> what am I talking about? Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just something that you're going and it was either hard to do or you're proud of. Or, yeah, or you're just like, I'm going to do know, this. So you it. did and it was mm-hmm. hard and you worked on it or blah, blah, blah. You know, physically. So... Yeah. Um, uh, how about you? How about uh, you start us out there, B? What was your? Uh, what do you think is your greatest physical accomplishment? So, uh, a few years back, I would you consider um, yourself a sportsman? I I don't know if I'm like necessarily. All that sporty, uh-huh. but um, but I've had my moments and everything. Yeah. Um, so when, um, yeah, when I was in um, in Provo and everything, I was I was running pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We had with your we had uh, with your toe shoes. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of the Vibram five finger toe shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wanted to try them, and so I found a pair for five dollars at um, 
Dude, that's the, a deal. Uh, secondhand store. That is a deal. And considering you wear them without socks, five dollars was probably pretty generous. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, but then Did I you wash those you good can, before you wore them? Usually, you can throw them in the in the washer and stuff like that. Oh, but, nice. Um, so I found some of those and started running in them. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is, like, I have never. <laughs> Like in high school and stuff like that, like I was not into running at all. I remember one time I went running and like where we live, it was very hilly, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So you're, you are going up and down a hill so good. every quarter mile, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and everything. So um, I did like, I don't know, probably wasn't even that much. Probably was like three or four miles. Okay. Um just like straight out the gate because I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like get in shape and I'm going to run. And then the next day I like threw my legs over the side of the bed, stood up and just collapsed. (laughs) (laughs) My legs were so so sore. And that was the problem is like, I wasn't aware enough to know like, okay, you need to ease yourself in. Mm -hmm. So the next day you feel that you feel it, but you don't feel so bad that you don't, can't do it again you don't ever want to go back right it. yeah and everything and then um so anyway so i kind of built up to it and i did like half marathon and everything it was okay. all downhill yeah. so it wasn't wasn't that that bad or anything like a that half, um half marathon is 13 miles is that right 13.1 yeah okay um, and so, um, so I built up to it, um, and I was going to, I, I had a commitment to run a marathon Ooh. and if, and if I was going to run a marathon, if I was going to put in all that work, it was going to be the marathon, not the New York city, not Boston, not anything that you really have to qualify for. Cause I was definitely not going to do anything right. like that. Right. But I'm talking from marathon to Athens in Greece. Right. The original, the original place and everything for its namesake. And so, um, trained up for that, um, got up to, um, I think uh, the most I ran before that was I think like fourteen or fifteen okay. miles. So I, I mean, and this was all very non-scheduled, you know, non-tracked uh-huh. training where you know I should be doing, you know, X number on these days and doing long runs on the weekends and building up and then giving myself like the week after the two weeks off or whatever. It was very much just like. I've got time to go on a run. I'm going to go. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that I should have made it a loop because now I'm 14 miles away from where I'm supposed to be. And I need to call somebody to pick me up because there's no way that I can Get run back. back. <laughs> so, um, Learning as you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run out there. Um and long story short, so I, I I got everything, got my ticket, got my hotel, flew out to Greece, and um, there's definitely 
a time that we should go into the the whole Greece thing because um, there was a, a lot of a lot of fun stuff that happened in Greece itself. Yeah, but keeping more to the the marathon itself, um, I missed it. Like I didn't miss it, as in I didn't like get off the plane or whatever. But there was a problem with my bib number, and like my reg- like getting registered and stuff like that. Yeah. So I couldn't actually get on the bus to get out to the race start because my my hotel was in Athens, and the race starts in Marathon, which is you know twenty six miles away. Right. <laughs> and so um, I couldn't get on the bus. Cause I couldn't get my bib, so I couldn't get my on the bus to get out there. So um, I was like, "Great! Like now I'm screwed. Like I came all the way out here, and like I'm, you know, not not gonna not gonna be in this race. This sucks." Um, so I went to like the finish line and walked around like the little. Um, place with all the booths and everything like that mm-hmm. um and and everything and then i was like you know it's like that night i was like screw this like i am committed to this like i mean yes it's cool i've seen the acropolis i've seen like uh you know like temple of zeus like all these cool places right. but like i'm like i came here to do this thing and I trained and like I like shaved my chest so that I can put like <laughs> band-aids on my nipples so like I, I wouldn't get like freaking raw raw running and like I got all my like I got everything and I'm just like and the worst part was uh like um I told the concierge because this, this hotel has like four or five rooms in it you know so it's yeah. very very small i told the concierge i'm like he's like do you want breakfast and i'm like no i'll be you know running this race tomorrow da, da, da. found out that night that i couldn't get a bib da, da, da. so i got up really late and then i came downstairs and he's like you know run today and i was like no and i was like thought it was gonna be like one of those like Oh, what is that movie? Um, <laughs> I don't know. What is that movie? The girl goes to like France to like paint, and like the the waiter guy's just like, "I take my break now." I can't remember. It. I want to say it's like. Is it it's re- not Return to Me? It's not Return, is to, it me? return to Me. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I think. I so. think it is Return to it's Me. Gotta yeah. be. She goes to paint. Yeah. And- yeah. yeah, she he, she's like yeah he's like I take my brick now I'm like gets her whole story but he's just like he's like you know a race today I'm like no I couldn't like you know it didn't work out this morning he's like okay like just <laughs> so I was like all right so <laughs> not instant um, friends so the next, thanks yeah so the next day I'm like I got this I am gonna do this I like. You know, looked it up, and there's, like, um, a metro that goes, or, sorry, a subway um, 
that goes um, to the edge of Athens, uh-huh. and then and then that's kind of it. Like I didn't find any other public transportation that was going to take me anywhere, and paying for a taxi was going to be way too much. Right. So I took, so I got up super early, got myself a pretzel off the, you know, from nice. some street corner thing, and a big old like, I want to say it was like like two liters of water yeah but instead of a fat instead of a fat two liter that like you know it was one that you could almost wrap your hand around so it was just really long it was like two it was like two feet long and everything (laughs) like this water bottle that's a tall drink of water yeah so I, i bought those two things and i got on the train and rode it to the edge of athens and I got off and I just started walking and I just walked and I walked and I walked until I hit the sea, hit the Aegean Sea and wow. saw signs for like the monument for the Battle of Marathon where the Athenians are buried for like the Battle of Marathon uh-huh. um, against the Persians and everything like that. And I was like, well, this is as good a place to start as any. Like, this is pretty much where it happened, right? Um, You know, took a last swig of my water, threw that away, saw, like, one person on the shore, set my uh, crestfallen play mix, or (laughs) crestfallen um, uh, uh, playlist on, and I just ran, and I just ran, and I ran, and the biggest thing for me is... I'm running by myself, uh-huh. and there's and they're not the streets aren't like free anymore. Like I'm running like on the side of the road. Sometimes there's not a sidewalk. Right. Uh, quite often there's not a sidewalk. It's sometimes it's cobble streets. So the zero or the um, minimalistic shoes may not even have the best idea. <laughs> um, a lot of it, like, because you know it's a mental game, right? And a lot of yeah. it is just like I'm running, avoiding rocks. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm just like going, and I'm just like keeping keeping my head down, just being like, don't step on that one. Watch that one. Okay, woo, ah, okay, that was a little one. Don't worry. Okay, uh, uh, uh. Nice. kept it going. They hadn't cleaned up the whole race um, as far as like um, different you know debris and stuff like that, and so okay. like. There were some water bottles or like a sports drink bottle on the side of the road. And so like, I'm not going to lie, like halfway through, I like grabbed one of those and like chugged it and then chucked it and stuff like that. Um, I'm all good. Like I, don't, I didn't get anything, <laughs> catch anything from that as far as I know. Um, but yeah. Um, and I just, uh, so it ended up in total um, getting to the edge of um Athens I had to and I figured this out afterwards because I just you know didn't want to worry about it um because I walked all the way to the coast Mm -hmm. um it was 20 miles to the coast that I walked and then to get back to my hotel it was 30 and so I walked 20 and then ran 30 to get back so you had a full 50 mile day yeah dude that's insanity that was 
It was, and I, I mean, and I, I'm sad that I didn't like market too well because I don't exactly know my time or anything. It was sure. very much just like in the moment. And like I said, I got back to my hotel and I like looked it up on Google Maps and I'm like, okay, here's the stop. Here's the coast. How far? Oh, okay. And then, oh, and so, yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting day and how long did it take you to like, walk 20 miles? I I want to say I started at 6.30. Uh-huh. And with the Metro, probably like 15 minutes there. And I think it took... I think it, it took me about four and a half, five hours, something like that. And so, yeah, like I was... I mean, I was going. Really? I was, wow. you know, and everything like that. Um but, but yeah, it was definitely like, it, that was, again, I would definitely say the best shape of my life. Cause if I had to do 50 miles, even walking, you know, in two days, right. it would be a killer, you know, and everything like that. But, but yeah, so, um, well, shoot, I just, can't follow that. I should have got first. <laughs> <laughs> No worries, no worries. What, what, what do you got, man? What? Yeah, it's not that good. Um, <laughs> uh, so a couple of years ago, I was running a bit, um, and I ran the farthest I've ever run, which is definitely not 30 miles. Um, but I was running, and one, one day I ran six miles, and it was like not a big deal. And so I was like, dude, I bet you I could go 10. I never done 10 before my whole life. Mm -hmm. So, so a couple of things. So as a child teen person, I ran child teen, child teen person. I ran cross country. Mm -hmm. And so probably really the, the biggest thing that I ever did was, uh, our team went to state, uh, in cross country in high school. We got sixth place um my fastest oh, wow. 5k was uh not super fast but 17 minutes and 24 seconds someone something in the low 20s oh jeez okay so 10, that's a 10k that's a 5k 5k, oh, 5K. 3.1 <laughs> yeah no 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 mm-hmm. no no no, that would be an insane 10K. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, so it's not super fast, but, I mean, it is pretty good. Uh, and, um, yeah. So so physical feet in high school, that's the best. And I was, of course, in good shape as a teenage mm-hmm. person running and doing <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, eating taggart sandwiches you know how it goes um (laughs) so yeah dude my coach in high school he so very often would tell us uh this is the best shape you'll be in for your whole life and uh really irked me and some days when i'm like feeling flabby i'm like he said that, and I need to show him wrong. Like I need to get in shape and be right, right, and be and be able to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you were wrong. I'm in the best shape of my life right now." And I'm like, "That sounds real hard." Um, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at this point, it would really take a lot of work to be in the best shape of my life. 
Um, mm-hmm. It'd be hell hard, dude. I'd have to. I'd have to get on Ninja Warrior to like, you know, to be like, yeah, I'm in pretty dang good shape. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so that's probably really the best physical feat that I've done. So, but this 10-mile run was awesome. So, like, I ran this six-mile run, and when I got done, I was like, I feel pretty good. I probably could have gotten longer, but uh, I only had so so long to run, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I had finished my loop, so I was like, I'm not going anymore. But I scheduled a run, like, a couple days later and and found, you know, got myself a couple hours or whatever and said, let's just go for two hours. And see what I can and get. See how far. To mm-hmm. see what it is, and so, um, at the time I was running, uh, really living in, in this really hilly area, where I could do this big old loop and go basically uphill for the whole half of a way, and then it's oh, downhill geez. for the other whole uh-huh. half of the way kind of thing, uh, and that is about an eight mile loop basically uh-huh. climbing up a mountain and then running down one um we live in uh in those apartments in north springs mm-hmm. so there's that whole big mountainous kind of area behind you so um so i went out and i knew that i wouldn't be able to finish the full like like i was anticipating doing 10 miles just from the time I had with six and giving myself right. two hours, I was like, if I could keep that pace, then I would definitely get 10. So I knew that mm-hmm. th- that loop's about eight and then I would be short. So on the way in the loop, there's a school. So I stopped and did about two miles on the track <laughs> to, uh, to, to compensate and then kept going on my loop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which was right. kind of nice. It broke it up a little bit, and uh, <laughs> that count. It counts. It counts. It absolutely <laughs> counts. Um, so, anyways, but yeah. So I ran this, and it was nice that uh, that the second half was kind of mostly downhill. Um, not always the downhill, but I, I did gain. I did get faster almost every mile. Not by a lot, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I started real slow because I was being very uh, conservative with my energy, thinking I got to go two, two hours. Let's not, you know, bust it out at the gate here. Um, right. So, and then... Because that's the thing. Again, the worst is to be halfway through that loop and run out of gas and have oh, yeah. all the rest of the way to get back. And just be done. I'm like, whoops. So, so yeah, no, so, so I slowly gained speed as I went and, uh, and up until the very last mile, every mile was a little faster, which I thought was pretty, Ooh, that's was pretty good. Splits. Nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did this whole run and I, I still misgaged it because I got back basically to my apartment, uh, a little short. Not very much. About a, two hours. About a well to my ten. About half. Oh, ten miles. About mm-hmm. half a mile short. So I had to run past it, and then come back. And that last mile, half mile, whatever it was, was the worst. Like I was 
I saw my house, and then my body said, nope, you're done. <laughs> so that last little bit was so hard <laughs> right. to run down and then run back. So that mile was was crap. But, uh, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, that... That's the longest run I've ever done, and and uh, two two hours ish for two mi- you know, ten miles. I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. See, and I mean, you definitely. I mean, we've we've run together a couple of times, uh-huh. and everything. We, I would say, you somewhat trained me a little bit in running and stuff like that. And so the thing that I remember most about that is um is running um and giving it more up a hill than you than you might and i definitely say i've lost <laughs> i've lost that in recent it's hard years to like do, yeah. up a hill is is just i is just a killer um when it's when it's a long hill and everything but um but yeah just your Either, you know your mentality from cross country to like pass people on hills was is something I think about all the time when when I go like running and stuff. Well, it's, I mean, and just like you said earlier, like half half if not more than half of running is just the mental game that you play with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep yourself in a good headspace and and whatever, which is why I think people some people at least find running therapeutic because they can kind of win against themselves um, Mm -hmm. if they're good at that mental business. So yeah, that, that was something that like, I don't know, it wasn't really taught to me, but like, uh, or I don't remember like my coach telling me to do that or whatever. It was just one thing that I realized when I would run like mentally a hill will just zap you if you let it so Mm -hmm. i don't know technically if it's really better to run faster (laughs) up a hill than you would normally you know than your pace but uh but mentally it keeps you real strong if you're like whatever i'm gonna hit this harder because hill ain't nothing you know um Mm -hmm. and goodness sakes uh so so yeah so the whole story from from beating people on the hill is this so my coach I had some breathing things as a child uh, I don't think I had true asthma I had mm-hmm. something else I say bronchial bronchial spasms because that's the thing I remember I don't know if that's real or not <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, when I first started running my coach would be like uh, I'm not and I didn't really have like asthma attacks that I wouldn't call mm-hmm. an attack I don't know but he's like, you can't like die out there. So like, you got to run with your inhaler. So if you can't breathe, then you can puff it and then keep going. You know, <laughs> right? Don't die on my watch. <laughs> That's right. Best advice so, from your coach. <laughs> so so yeah. So I would. Uh, oh, hold on one second. Oh. Okay. Um, you take a puff. No, my my headphones disconnected from my phone somehow for a second there. Um, oh. And mm-hmm. so if you heard Brandon on my recording for a second, sorry about that. Um, 
Uh, but so, so I would run with my inhaler, like cradled in my hand, you know, so you could see it cause it would poke out the top of my hand and whatnot. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to do would be to run up hills fast again, faster than what my pace is, right? Kind of just really give it to the mm-hmm. hill, go up a hill, pass somebody while I'm on the hill and give them a little inhaler wave. As I pass them. <laughs> so they're right. like, not only am I getting passed on the hill, but the guy, guy who, the guy who can't, can't breathe. breathe is passing me. And just, you know, just, uh, I'm sure I wrecked a ton of people mentally because of that. Like, they're like <laughs> no. I'm like, sorry, buddy. Going too slow. Uh, so that was one of my favorite things to do. Um, and yeah, nothing feels better than passing somebody on a hill. It's like the hardest part mm-hmm. of the run, right? And they're like, "Oh no!" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm awesome." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gives you that good bol- mental voice bolster mm-hmm. bolster. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, now with apps and everything that you can really keep track of your pace and you can see. Yeah, you know, I was um, I was looking at my night. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I was looking at my Nike app. Which I have done mm-hmm. on and off, okay? My 10-mile run is saved here, so I could go back and, and like, tell you when exactly it was. Uh, it was in oh, wow. August of 2018. Uh, you're welcome. No, wait. Oh, that recent? Oh, okay. Mm, no, that's wrong. I lied. <laughs> that's a 10-mile week with three runs. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> a little different, but still. Yeah, yeah, you good. know, it's still good. It's fine. Uh, um, yeah, definitely need a shower after that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, so I, I'm not gonna find it right this second, but uh, I have totaled uh, over over the years over 215 miles and that's not running very consistently at all no that's good because what i'm saying is is definitely now since you can track pretty much your exact pace throughout you know a run and stuff like that right you could you can definitely try it out to see if like so you give yourself whatever like maybe like a you know uh a th- you know five miler or like a three miler or something like that and with like a hill in the middle and you run it like okay my pace is this and i'm gonna run the whole thing and i'm gonna try to keep pace on the hill right and then you can try it again Okay, I'm gonna run it, and I'm gonna try to break my like I'm gonna beat my pace up the hill, and see what that does to the pace after, you know? Right. Like, cause if you and then you can try it. Um, I'm gonna like you know go a little bit slower, like depending on the results of that, I'm gonna go a little bit slower up the hill, and then see what my pace is after, kind of a thing. Cause like, cause yeah, if if you're thinking about it like. If you can keep pace on the flats and the downhill after you've, you know, gone faster uphill, then right. heck yeah, man. It's just 
for sure. the opportunity to, do, to go faster. It's the opportunity to push yourself. Right. And that, I feel when we were running and stuff like that, that's what made me a better runner is saying like, okay, this is a hill. I have to push it. Like, and my legs are going to get stronger because, you know, they're going to be pushing harder on a harder incline. And then the rest of it, my legs are going to be like, oh, this is cake. Right. <laughs> like, you know, we're not, we're not doing suicides up a hill anymore. Like, heck yeah, kind of a thing. So, right. At, at least, you know, in, in theory, that's, that's how I saw it is, is definitely like, if you push yourself up these hills, but that's the thing is I'm good to maybe um, like a hundred yard hill, uh-huh. 50 yard hill for sure, but hundred yard hill um, and right. stuff like that. If it takes me more than a minute to get up a hill. Oh yeah. Don't like, kill yourself doing that. Then you, then you are. That's, that's not a hill. That's, that's just, much. that's just a general incline <laughs> like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah if it's like if i can crest and and come back down or crest and you know go flat like and i and i can know that that end is then yeah i can push but then all oh, those long hills are just oh, yeah, just crush me i hate it but yeah so here i found it so this was back in 2016 so not terribly long ago in, oh that's not bad no yeah. this in september actually september 10th so, Ooh, just okay. just over four years ago, um, average pace was about it was a twelve oh eight for per mile. Okay, for two hours and one minute, basically. In one minute, uh-huh. yeah. Ten ten miles, uh, ten point zero two miles. So almost exactly ten miles. Um, <laughs> yeah, with that last <laughs> out back from. That. Yeah. So, and just to give you an idea with this elevation, uh, gained 847 feet uh, at the highest point of the run from where I started. Mm hmm. Yikes. Yeah. So, and looking at my splits, like it wasn't perfect. Uh, I didn't Mm -hmm. lose everyone, but overall, I started at 1256 and my. Fastest was my eighth mile at ten, just over ten minutes, ten o four. That is awesome because yeah. yeah, I definitely am in the habit of running too fast initially and then dragging it in. Well, that was yeah. a real nice thing about that. Like I knew, like I'm going so long that mm-hmm. the first mile, I just was like, I took it, I took it so easy. Uh, mm-hmm. almost just jogging just to kind of get stuff going and then I you know tried to keep putting the speed on as I went uh, just a little bit you know not trying to kill myself mm-hmm. uh, but last mile 16 minutes is so bad <laughs> like it was so bad it was so dead anyways so there there you go um, That's just, just random since we're on this subject of pace and everything like that Yeah. have you seen the augmented reality uh, glasses that you can get that will give you a pacer. No. So it um, and it's very very bulky and stuff like that, and obviously extraordinarily expensive. Right. But it basically, it it takes your phone's GPS 
determines the pace of your run or whatever uh-huh. or how fast you're supposed to be going and it will give you a virtual figure like just this blue you know cuboid runner like in front and of that, you to try to just match well, pace with no that it will go wherever it needs to go in order to um, show you pace so you can pass it and then if you look back, it will be behind you. And then if you slow down, then it will come up in your peripheral and it will pass you. And then, you know, and stuff like that. Or you can run oh, right next yeah. to it. And, and just if you look over your shoulder, you'll see it and everything like that. So it's this virtual, you know, and it's just augmented reality. Obviously, it's just, you know, a projection inside the glasses right. you know, and all that kind of stuff. But instead of it saying, like, go faster or go slower or whatever, it's just, like, and so I think, I don't know. I mean, like, again, if the technology is so it's not cumbersome and stuff like that, that would be really awesome because even still, like, with your watch or your phone or whatever telling you your pace every so often, like, I still am, like, I don't know what to do, you know. And so that would be the way to test, really to test, like, this up the hill thing. Right. You know, because you could be like, okay, I'm going to run up this hill and then I'm going to keep on. And if the guy is still behind me, then um, I'm good. If they pass me again, then I know that I gave it too much on the hill and I'm losing steam. Right. And stuff like that. So that would be crazy, though. But it's very expensive. It's like a couple hundred bucks. And it's, <laughs> it's like wearing a. VR helmet. Right. Well, While it's, you run. it's smaller than that, but yeah. But still, it's mm-hmm. like, that's not dangerous. Um, yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice, man. Well, cool. Uh, well, let's get let's get into the new. Let's get into the new. What's, what's, uh, what's a new with a you this week? So, for me, I had um, uh, a really long... Uh, Night hanging out with one of my buddies. Yeah. Um, we played some board games and then we kind of just sat there and, and talked and talked and talked with him and um, um, with uh, two of my friends there. And uh, we uh, were going over a couple of the dramatic things in, in his, uh, in the, guy his house in his life and stuff like that but then he he brought our attention back to this thing he read um this book uh why won't you apologize okay uh and um by uh dr harriet Lerner, and he posted this on facebook and stuff like that but we talked about this a little bit um the uh the true apology um, and everything like that. And like, um, and it's interesting because like when you think of apologizing to somebody and like, you know, even when you're like a little kid where it's like, say, tell your sister you're sorry. And you're like, I'm sorry. Blah, blah. Right. And like, and like how that's not genuine at that time. And, and, and we don't, we don't typically apologize genuinely and if we do and it's not accepted 
as well as we want it, then it becomes very ingenuous where it's like right. you add a lot of stuff to it. So I'm going to read these for you um, and just let me know um, if you have any comments on any of them. Okay. Uh, but these are the nine essential ingredients of a true apology. Okay. Uh, number one, it does not include the word but. So I'm sorry yes. I did this, but it's, be, you know, it, but if you didn't come in when you did, then you never would have saw it or whatever, you know, like some kind of. Excuse. Right. It's, right. Yeah. I um, concur with that very much. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, keep the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response. So we got into this a lot with cancel culture and everything like mm-hmm. that, where it's not, I'm sorry that you feel offended or I'm sorry that it made you mad or whatever. It's, I'm sorry I did this and that's it. <laughs> you right. know, it's not, it's, it's just, I, my actions were this and I am apologizing for them. Right. Um, you know, regardless of how it, it, you know, you responded to it. Um, include an offer of reparation or restitution that fits the situation. So, right. I'm sorry I borrowed your car without asking. I can go fill it up with gas if you'd like or whatever, you know. Right. That, that one can be hard sometimes, especially for things that are very intangible. Like, yeah. uh, it's like, I don't know, you know. I'm sorry I lied to you. There's nothing I could do to fix it, you know. Like, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, um, what, what? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um. Does not overdo. Um. I think that one's just like you know, it's not the on your knees begging for apology, you know, begging for forgiveness kind of a thing. It's it's just a a statement of. The things we've already talked about, but it's not like, I'm right. so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, kind of a thing. And I think it's um, also just like living in that in that awkwardness. Like you say your mm-hmm. piece, and when you've said your piece, be done. Don't let the awkwardness like drag more things out of you that you don't necessarily mean or don't need to say. You're just mm-hmm. like, this is what it is, and whatever you're going to say is what you're going to say. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, number five here doesn't get caught up in who's more to blame or who started it. Mm. So this is a big one of definitely like, well, I'm sorry that I overreacted, but or yelled at you, but you're the one that did X, you know, um, like, yeah. And this is, this is probably really good for like parents and kids because, you know, if, you know, if you get upset with your kids and, you know, go a little overboard or something like that, um, if you're apologizing for that, it's not like, well, I'm sorry I yelled, but next time listen when I say, you know, to whatever, right? Right. There's, there's a lesson in there and you, and kids need to know, you know, to pay, to listen to their parents but you don't teach that while you're apologizing. Hmm. It's, you know, like, it's like, you need to listen. Do you understand that? Da, da, da. 
and then um and or apologize first and then later on be like do you understand why you need to listen blah 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 right i don't have kids this is what he said <laughs> when mm-hmm. he's talking okay um yeah um required that you do your best to avoid a repeat rep- performance right um obviously apologizing and then going right back and doing it is just hypocritical and not right great. Um, should not serve to silence. So, hmm. if somebody's upset about something, your apology should be genuine. And if they still need to talk about it, you should be open to that. Not, I've said I'm sorry. Why do we right. still talking about this? This should be done. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, because a true, like, yeah. Because a true apology is you're thinking of them. You're not thinking of you, mm-hmm. really, right? You're thinking of them. Right. You're trying. You're apologizing because you're trying to rectify the situation and heal the wounds that are open. But like, uh, you know, you can work on yourself whenever. You're apologizing to help them. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it helps you too. But like. The f- your focus should be more on them and then open to what they need to do to work it out as well as hearing what you have to say. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is exactly the next part of that is um, shouldn't be offered to make you feel better mm. if it risks making the hurt party feel worse. So, if you're going to apologize for something that they don't want to talk about or they don't want to think about or whatever. And you're like, I just need to say this for my own peace of mind, for my own sanity, like whatever, you know, it's like, I need to apologize. It's like, that's not helping. <laughs> you know, you were, right. you were harrowing up this stuff and it's just to make you feel better. I said my apology. I've checked that box. I'm I'm done. I have a clear conscience Right. where they are now like, well, I wasn't thinking about that today and now I am. And now it sucks, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and everything like that. Like, I don't know. That one's a hard one. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, you should apologize and you should have, find that opportunity, but maybe it's at a better time or something. I don't know. Right. Um, and then, does not ask the hurt party to do anything, um, not even to forgive. So it's like, do you forgive me or will you forgive me or whatever? That just has to be, you know, kind of open-ended right? kind of a thing. And he talked about, too, um, and I think it talks about it in the book as well, uh, of why don't you apologize to not... Um, also how to accept an apology Mm. because like I think that's where people kind of get into this whole blame game thing or the thing that he also mentioned is that a lot of people then will say oh don't worry about it oh no no it's no big deal it's fine it's fine you know when somebody's genuinely apologizing to you right and that 
kind of just dismisses their feelings of it. You know, it's right. like, I'm, I'm truly remorseful of this thing and I'd like to apologize. And if you're like, no, no, it's fine. I don't even worry about it. I don't even think about it. It's like, thanks for your apology. Or it's like, no, thanks for your apology. I don't even care. Right. You know, and, and everything like that. And so you need to be like, thank you for your apology or, you know, it's like, okay, I understand. And, you know, offer forgiveness if you need to or whatever but but to give that the weight that it deserves because maybe that's where a lot of fake apologies come from is because it's like this is something i have to say oh well if you have to say that then i'm going to say it's fine don't worry about it right (laughs) you know like this phatic exchange of we're just saying words to each other it doesn't really matter but if you're and you know Little things, big things, like, I think this this kind of plays into, like, but yeah, I think that, that whole thing of the, the other thing that it doesn't really necessarily call out as much here is the, like, the excuse portion of it. Mm. Like, I'm sorry I borrowed your car without asking. It was because... I needed like whatever, whatever, like whatever is justifying my actions. You can, you can say that kind of stuff. If the person asks you about it, yeah, like, like, why, why did, did you, you do why this? Did you do that? But you don't throw it in, in the apology. Right. And that's, and, you know, and, even, and when they, ask, and yeah. And even if they ask you, you, you always start with something like it, it's not a good reason. <laughs> like there's no, there was no good reason to do that, but this is mm-hmm. what it was. If you must know, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I find that very interesting. And like you said, you know, you got to sit there in the awkwardness sometimes. Um, yeah, and it kind of is. Um. And that's the thing, too. I think, you know, to make it a true apology and stuff like that, like, I think sometimes you do need to give yourself some time. For sure. You need to give yourself some time to put you in the right headspace to make sure that your apology is genuine. Not just like, oh, God, I'm sorry. All right. Like, you know, get over it or whatever. Like, you need some reflecting time. Or if you're still upset, say you're upset with somebody and you know and you just need to kind of calm down and be like okay you know later on that day or the next day just be like I do apologize that I got upset and that's it that's the problem it's like I do apologize I got upset not I do apologize I got upset but you know you caught me at a bad time or I had a you know hard day at work or I was really hungry or whatever. It's just flat. Like, I'm sorry I got upset. I shouldn't have said these things. Yeah, and it's not bad to give it some contextualization, especially if you're in, like, a really long relationship. It's it's good for them to understand where you were and maybe how Mm -hmm. that connected to how you reacted. It's not part of your apology. Mm-hmm. It's just like, just so you know, um, 
you know, if, if you see this kind of behavior again, I might be in a similar state to this and whatever, you know. Right. And it just helps you to, to kind of avoid those things in the future. It's not, it's, again, it's not the apology. It's, it's, uh, it's learning each other. It's learning how, how, to, read how to read each read. other. And how exactly. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you obviously no, want to help, help them to read you as best you can because they don't they definitely don't think like you <laughs> like nobody does mm-hmm. so uh, right. you got to learn that stuff and that's difficult sometimes for mm-hmm. sure yeah and that kind of goes hand in hand with like the you know the the temper thing with your kids and stuff like that like mm-hmm. you know, it's fine to address these things and it's fine to like you know kind of figure out you know the best way to handle them in the future and yada 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 but but like you said, you know, it's not part of the apology. It, it's, 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 I apologize for this. I forgive you. Okay. And then once that has been done, it's in the future, you know, if you're going like, you know, if the future, if you're gonna leave, can we get a system together to make sure the door is locked or whatever, right. you know, like right. it, it, it's definitely like, um, um, yeah, it's it's a conversation and everything like that that is separate from you know the apology and stuff like that. Right. And it's it's too. I mean, I don't know what the book says. I'd have to read it on like you know two parties apologizing at the same time. You know, I'm sorry I reacted that way. You know, it was inappropriate. Da da da. da. Well, I'm sorry that I you know did X Y Z that caused you to get upset or vice versa i'm sorry i did this thing and it upset you know well like, yeah I'm, i think that's you know, good like, well, both parties mm-hmm. are thinking of the other person in that moment right and they mm-hmm. you know are saying well if i did anything to cause you to go there or whatever like i'm sorry about that like i obviously didn't mean and, and that usually means that i i mean in my mind that both people are in a decent headspace with the whole thing mm-hmm. so right i think that's good and yeah, and it could be laying the groundwork for those conversations where it's like, right. okay, I'm genuinely sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. You know, I had a mistake there too. We both made mistakes. We understand each other now. Let's work on a better system. Right. So, yeah. You know, one thing that I what? think about mm-hmm. a lot that I don't know if everyone thinks about, but a relationship is like every decision is a two-person decision. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean like uh, if you're really working together it's always about you have to decide together right even just to get in a relationship at the beginning you both have to decide we uh, we like each other and let's do this kind of thing um, you know mm-hmm. plenty of unrequited love that <laughs> that's a one sided <laughs> decision <laughs> the other person right is not on the same book as you and so and, and that continues throughout any relationship and you have to work towards those dual decisions I mean mm-hmm. that's unity and whatever and, and you know I thought about this earlier when you were talking about I think it was when you were saying well that person just because you apologize to them doesn't have to like forgive you right then like they don't have mm-hmm. to be in that space yet, um, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. Um, 
but you know, like to move forward, you know, hopefully you guys can come back together and make that decision right. together and, and whatever that is and move forward. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think and about that yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. No, like for sure. Especially like, yeah, if you apologize to somebody, it's hopefully, you know, you were trying to make them feel better. Right. That might not be instantaneous. Right. And the other consequence there is, you know, like you can't, you know, you're not as much looking for forgiveness as you might if you're just saying like, I'm sorry, do you forgive me? You know, can we get past this kind of a thing? Because that's for you. That's you getting, you know, know, get out of jail free card kind of a thing. Right. And stuff like that. And I think, um, I mean, I think of it too, like, you know, outside of a relationship, just like being pulled over. Um, and the few times that I have been pulled over and stuff like that, like, like, I think there's kind of that same thing where you're just like, I know this was wrong and I'm sorry. And that's it. Like, right. no excuse that you give a cop, <laughs> you know, that no, he can't readily see, yeah. you know, you're bleeding or whatever like no excuse that you give a cop is going to be good enough for them not to pull you over unless you have diplomatic right. immunity <laughs> like <laughs> like he they he she has pulled you over for a, for their reason and hopefully it's because you you know are needing to be pulled over we'll just say that Right, you know, instead of and everything like that, but um, but no amount of like a like, you know, excuse is really going to get you out of it. So you just, I mean, it's about being remorseful, and you know, sometimes you're remorseful even more because you got the ticket, and sometimes, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, but yeah. But what is your new? To do. Well, that was a very philosophical one. Uh, mine's about candy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, bring it back up. <laughs> so, candy. a couple years ago, when we were living in Parker, uh, there was this candy shop, and I discovered these candies. They're Haribo ginger lemon candies, Gum- gummies. Have you ever seen these? I think I've had them. I I can't guarantee that it was that brand, but I've had like basically what is it? Like it's gummy, it's yellow, and it's covered, you know, it's sugar coated, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's the ones. Mm-hmm. That's the ones. You Ginger, can't yeah. find them very readily. They're not just like in the store with all the other Harry Harry Bow stuff or gummy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I had this candy store in Parker that was right by our business that we could go, that I could just walk down to and I'll buy a bag or whatever. They closed down, so they're not there anymore. So, when I have a supplier, I found, <laughs> yeah. So, I f- found this other store. I need my, I need my gingers. <laughs> I need my ginger chemies. <laughs> I found this, my gingies. This other store in uh the springs here that's like uh asian pacific market so they have a lot of pacific where's it at islander food it's off of murray and uh 
Platte. So it's way down okay. south-ish. Um, but they have a lot of Asian food, obviously, and a lot of South Pacific Island foods and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's a cool store. Um, but I found those there. And um, now this was a while back before I, I uh, got sickness. My family was out of town, and I went. I drove down there because I was like, I'm going to go give me some candies. So I drove down the, to that store, which is not close to my house. That's a good 20, no, I was gonna say. 20 25 yeah. minute drive or something down. Um, and they didn't have any. They were out. And I was like, you're kidding me. This is not, oh, this is not a reliable supplier. So, um, so finally, I was thinking about, uh, you know, this might not be a true new, because I think I did this a couple weeks ago, but I found uh, someone on Amazon who's selling 12-pack of the, of the bags, and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. buying that jazz. And I uh, had candies okay. sent to my front door. And so wow. I, I've had these bags, and, and I like the gummies. I like them chilled. You put them in the fridge or in the freezer for a little bit, and you're like, ooh, that's so good. Uh, so I've been going through these bags of candies, and uh, ooh, they're so good. I like them. So And they're Haribo, or are they yeah. different? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're the same ones. I looked up the same ones and bought them, and... They mm-hmm. they technically make them in ha- reading the package. They make them here in Haribo of America. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Just, you know, they don't... I just can't find them anywhere, but they do have them. So it's not like they had to be shipped, shipped from anywhere. It's a Har- right. Haribo of, of America packaging and everything. So, but, yeah. So there you go. That's my new. Not as deep as what you were talking about, but it was some delicious candies, and I ate a lot of them. Well, let me ask. Yes. Is this, are they big enough to where you, like, you bite them, and let's, it's like a one or two kind of bite thing, or is it a pop in the mouth? Kind no, of chew you or kind of just on throw kind of one thing. in, two if you're feeling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over the top a little bit. You put two in your mouth, and that's fine. Yeah, but you could do that. You can handle two if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Because, yeah, I have I have not had those in a long time. Yeah. So I've only found them in a few places. Last time I took a plane somewhere, I found them in a airport shop or something. I don't mm-hmm. remember when that was even now. And I was dang excited. Anyways, so that's that's my new. That's our show, I think, for today. That is it, it for us. Yeah. We have said our piece and probably a little bit more. So thanks for, right. for joining us. <laughs> and, uh, I like that sign-off. Yeah, do you like that? We've said our piece <laughs> yeah. and maybe a little bit more. Have a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if uh, you have any suggestions for questions of the day or uh, want to help trigger some memories, uh, tag nbrando at gmail.com, uh, Instagram and Twitter 
and uh, we are yeah excited. I don't know why I spell it out. I I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and everything when they mm-hmm. like um, like yeah they spell out all this kind of stuff. It's like well you you know what the title of the show is right? Like this right. isn't the radio where you're just like tuning in. So yeah, spell just it like the show, over. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you found us, so you can find our social. So, um, yeah, keep it up, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.